0: In Jesus name, guide my words and impact the ears of every single person listening to this podcast. Amen. Welcome back to my podcast, Grow With Me. Today I'm here with Miguel, also known as Mises, and Isaac, and today we're going to be touching on every single aspect of discernment. Stay tuned, you don't want to miss this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 7 of my podcast, Grow With Me. And today's episode is on discernment. I have two very special guests with me today. Their names is Miguel and Isaac. I'm going to introduce them really quickly, and then I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves. Isaac is a military... You're in the military, right? I, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so yeah, he's in the military. And they all ba- they all carry a lot of things from school, and then their income, and then the things that they're doing right now. And Miguel, if you live in my area, you guys probably know him as Mises. And he has a photography business that is really successful. And he's going to be my photographer for my graduation, as long as I book on time. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves. <laughs> so Isaac, you can go ahead and go first. My is Isaac, I go to Towson University, I'm a senior at Towson University, um, I work in the health field, um, as a EMT medic type of thing, um, I also do a lot of real estate, um,
1: I run an Airbnb business and, um, do rentals for college students. So, hey everyone, uh, my name is Miguel, uh, sometimes I go by Mises, um, um, a fashion and beauty photographer uh, from the DMV. Um, I'm a senior at Blue State University, majoring in um, c um, system engineering. And yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: I'm gonna leave their at names inside the description box so that you'll be able to follow them, whether you're in Canada or you're listening from the Bahamas or wherever you are. So we're going to be talking about discernment. So for those of you that may not know what that is, that's what we're going to touch on first. So my first question for you guys is what is discernment to you? Um,
1: discernment to me uh, is by itself is just judgment. You're making good judgment calls. Then uh, when you add the spirituality aspect of it and being a child of God is now um, making judgment calls according to uh, biblical values, moral values. Or what the Spirit, Holy Spirit, guides you to do. So that's what discernment is for me. All right, that's good. Yeah, so I think pretty much covered it. Um, to make it easy to understand, discernment is the ability to just judge well, um, using the um, power of the Holy Spirit. Okay.
0: So you guys are doing really great things. So I want to know, like, how were you able to discern like your gifts or the things that God called you to do, like? I know that, Isaac, you're doing real estate, and Miguel, you're a photographer, so how are you guys able to discern that that was the path that God wanted you to go on?
1: Uh, Yeah, basically, with me, um, as a believer, I believe that you have to be fruitful, like your gift has to be fruitful, Um, so when I realized that um, photography, um, my photography actually had an impact on a lot of people, that's how I was able to discern, um... That it's something i'm supposed to do it's like one of my callings um because it made me fruitful um around other people
0: and what about
1: you isaac uh for me um i've been living by this verse uh philippians 4 7. it says uh, the peace of god which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus um it's always been easy for me to discern um what i'm if i'm supposed to be doing something uh, because of the peace that surrounds it, God has made things really easy for me. Um, and that's kind of how I gauge whether I'm supposed to be here or not.
0: To guard your heart and your mind. Because I know a lot of people, they would ask me, like, should I follow my heart or should I follow my mind? And that scripture actually says that the peace of God will guard both. So it's like, reg- regardless of which one I decide to follow, God's God's guiding me through it all. And I also like what you said, Miguel, about your gift has to be fruitful because that's what we're called to do, like multiply and be fruitful. And using our gifts, I remember you said something about how that's one way to honor God. And I really like that because people think that, some people think that you can only honor God, like if you're like a pastor or like you're doing something for the church. And I started to learn that your gift is actually like a form of worship, like you said. I wanted to know, like, how are you guys able to discern on which opportunities to take? Like, you guys already know what you're doing. You already know at least one of the things that God called you to do. But like, how are you able to discern like which opportunities to take? Like, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where Isaac God tells you, oh, "Don't, don't let this to be your client," or Miguel, "Don't let, don't do a shoot with that person." Like, I don't know if you guys have ever been in that situation, or like maybe even this podcast. Like, how are you guys able to discern? yeah i'm going to allow myself to be on this platform or no i don't think this is what god wants for me
1: um so there's this um there's this verse that i kind of use to navigate around a lot of things um so it's philippians 4 verse uh 8 um and it says finally brothers and sisters whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent, praiseworthy, think about such things, so that's kind of like um, my blueprint with a lot of things um, that I'm discerning
0: that's really good, like you guys are really um, using the book of Philippians a lot so yeah. I think I'm going to study that next
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Philippians and James is L.C. Uh, Mark is the best book though James is L.C., the best book, bro, I told you that, bro <laughs>
0: Okay, what about you, Isaac? Like, how are you able to, like, know what opportunities to take or what to do? Because that's something I know I struggle with. So if you're listening to this, you're not the only person that goes through that, goes this. Because I find myself overthinking about what to do or if I'm making the wrong move or this and that. And I think God just helps me. Like, anything that you're doing for me, it's like you don't have to worry about what not to do or what to do. Because, like, I'm the one guiding you, like Miguel said yeah i mean
1: pulling from from james uh james 1 5 says if any of you lacks wisdom let him ask god who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him so uh if i don't know if i'm like at a dead end i usually pray about it uh but i usually have like three things that i go by is uh does not honor god uh, does not honor my parents or honor my family does it doesn't doesn't honor me so uh when i consider decisions i think about it like will god be glorified in this decision uh will i will i be compromising myself and is this something that i'll be i'll be um something my parents i don't not like i'm seeking my parents approval but their wisdom um even the bible talks about how we should honor our parents and because they understand that their wisdom is valuable so i I seek wisdom uh, in that area as well and then also myself like i have certain standards for myself and um i don't want to You know compromise my standards so those three things i like to stick
0: to okay this wasn't even one of my questions but as you guys were speaking i just like it just came to me so i was wondering like have you guys ever made a wrong move or like have you have you ever been told to do one thing but you decided to do another thing and how did that go for you
1: i'm trying to see if i want to be transparent on here
0: i'm trying (laughs) or you could use a small example (laughs)
1: the first time. <laughs> yeah, tra- <laughs> Transversia is kind of OC. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, all the times I feel like that's that's a, a big part of um, your walk. You learn as uh, you make um, mistakes and stuff like that. And I believe that God uses like every situation to teach you something about yourself and also teach you um, something about Him. So. um yeah, <laughs> to be transparent, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, in college, um, you know, everybody smokes, and, um, you, you know what? <laughs> what else were you doing other than smoking, like, <laughs> uh, this guy, this guy is dangerous, but yeah, everybody smokes in college, there's a lot of things that everybody does, um, and one time I, um, went to a uh, a party um, with a couple of my friends and I was kind of persuaded to do it, um, but I felt the Holy Spirit um, <laughs> telling me not to. Um, you know what? I was just praising God for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, praise God for the Holy Spirit, man. But, yeah, um, I went ahead and did it because a couple things happened. Um, that made me do it. I did it. Um, but then it was, in the midst of everything, um, it made me realize that, um, one, um, I was seeking approval from other people. Um, so God was able to like expose those things. Um, so it even goes back to that verse in the Bible that says that everything works for the good of those who love Him. So it's like um, at the end of the day, I made a mistake, but God was able to like reveal something about me. Um, And that even made my walk even stronger. So yeah, like at times, like you're not gonna listen. Um, You're gonna make mistakes, but God is still gonna like thrive even in those mistakes. If you hear him in the mistakes that you make and then obey him um, after the mistakes. Isaac, you you wanna talk about your college experience, bro? (laughs) What was crazy is like <laughs> I never didn't really get a college experience. I was in college for a semester, then I moved to Texas, and then after I came back from Texas, I never lived on
0: Texas. What? about your
1: What about your Texas experiences? Know, man. Praise God! Praise God! God, uh, you're not. Um, <laughs> was, I guess probably where I see myself. uh, where I see myself being disobedient for the most or like not using the best discernment is when like uh, emotions are involved are involved. And that, that usually comes when I like, was when like relationships or who's to, to, to cooperate or communicate with, or go smack at or whatever. Like, you don't, you, you don't, really, um, your, your discernment for me, most of the time is blurred either, uh, like physical appearance or, uh, my emotional state at the time, rather than like biblical uh, truths and stuff like that. So that's probably where I've seen myself um, fall through it
0: the most. But it produced something good in the end, right? Or
1: yeah, it produced something good in the end. Because over time, you learn, uh, you don't fall for the same tricks anymore, no and you you kind of been there, done that, and know know where that you know ends or where that leads to.
0: So for me, how I look at it is, um, like I try to relate it to like an analogy, like. Like say you're you're using a GPS to get to wherever you need to be and like you miss your exit. Like that's the exit that you were supposed to take. That was where you were supposed to go to get to where you need to be, but the GPS always like reroutes you so that even though you missed that exit or you made the wrong turn, you're still going to get to your destination. It might take a little longer, but you're still going to get there eventually. And mm. <laughs> And I also so, want to- so I want to ask you about college, like, ask you guys about, like, how did you guys know which college to go to? Because I know it's a lot of seniors that are listening, and they're struggling with that right now. I remember you said something, Isaac, like, my memory's good. You came to our school, and you were telling us, like, to always have discernment and stuff, but you were talking about college, and you said something about, like, go to the college that fits with you, not you, makes, I don't remember what you said, but, um, how are you able to discern like that? Towson was the school for you, or that Bowie State was the school for you, or at least the school for you at this moment.
1: Um. So what I what Mr. O told me. Shout out Mr. O. He's Brian. Uh, he was like the teacher. He doesn't listen to this. He doesn't. But uh, what he told me when I was in high school, uh, and he told my sister the same thing, uh, and I tell my little brother he's applying for college right now. So, so I tell him like. You know, go to a school that will uh, appreciate you, not a school that will tolerate you, which means that uh go to a school where uh, you know that their their program, they will suit you. You know that you'll be able to deal with it. Uh, don't go to a school where, like, every day you're worried about, you know, scholarship. every day you're worried about if your program is going to be, you know, removed or something. Like that. So that's what I mean by it. That's that's an easier way to discern. But, like, some people are in a situation where they have two colleges that are that are, that are equal as good for them. Um, in that case, you know, it, that's a lot of prayer. Um, and then also seeking wisdom from people who've gone there. That's how I would discern which one to go to. Okay,
0: I'm going to take that into consideration. And money, too, because...
1: Money is important. Very important. Life for those colleges? For me, um, um, it just had to do with, like, peace. So, like, the Bible says God's not a God of discomfort, but of peace. So, like, um, we with each, like, school that I prayed for, um, whenever I had peace, I knew it was, like, the school that um, God wanted me to go to. Um, especially being that college is expen- I mean, expensive. Um, so when I looked at Bowie, I was like, okay, cool, it's affordable. I'm not going to take... Um, A lot of loans. Um, I live with a single mom, so I have time to like um, help out in the house. Um, So yeah, like it was just basically was just peace. I knew that if I went to another school, like out of state, I wouldn't be at peace knowing that at home there's there's help that's needed. Um, I wouldn't be at peace knowing that there's a whole bunch of loans that I have to pay. So all these things just kind of like um, played a part into, like, my decision with college, just, um, having peace, like, with the final decision.
0: Okay, so, now I want to ask you guys about, um, like, discernment. I know we talked about it earlier, but, um, I want to talk about, like, how do you guys discern, like, in business? Like, I know we're talking about our next step, and we covered college, but, like, have you guys ever, like, had, like, a business idea, but you weren't sure when to start it, or, if you should do it or if this is the right thing and like how did that turn out for you because like Miguel I know you're a photographer and it's a lot of like creativity that goes into that and like you need a lot of other people like I know you need like a fashion designer a makeup artist all this stuff and you probably have some really good ideas but like how did you know when it was time to bring it into fruition because I know you said that your gift has to be fruitful or, like, for you, Isaac, if you, like, wanted to start something else or you wanted to do something different with your real estate stuff, like, how did you guys discern, like, your next step or your next move?
1: Um, one thing I would say um, is that there's, uh, well, I believe that there's two type of callings. Like, the very first calling is to be fulfilled, the Great Commission. Um, and as a believer, um, even if you look at Matthew sixteen twenty four it says... If anybody wishes to be my disciple let them deny themselves which is like your ambitions and everything and follow me so if i'm a follower of christ and i know that one of the main calling um that we all have is to be fruitful like to multiply um that stems to my business so like before anything that's my that's my um that's basically who i am like i'm supposed to be fruitful um so i don't really separate that with my business um I don't separate who I am with my business everything just kind of like flows um and that's kind of like how I just live my life like business-wise or everything like before anything I'm a Christian like I'm a Christian photographer so I have to do these things I don't separate it Mm.
0: and there's like certain things that you don't do because like God is like your main focus
1: yeah yeah so it's like even like with decisions that I make um before anything I'm a follower of Christ so like I don't really separate it it's not that I'm a photographer and a Christian it's I'm a Christian photographer so I'm um, more like to this um I surrender it to God just like that verse says to deny yourself deny your pleasures, and everything
0: that's good, yeah, that's really good, okay, um Isaac, did you have anything to say about like discerning your next step in life? you do <sighs> some really big things, like major things that a lot of people your age haven't done, like how are you able to discern like, yeah, I'm gonna just do that. I
1: got, like, five
0: houses. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, at, like, 20-something, 19, I don't know what age you were, but, like... That's five houses
1: a- at, 20, at 21, that's, that's crazy. great. <laughs> five, five houses, like, driving, to, you know, big cars, all these things, and, you
0: know... <laughs> I'll be focusing, okay, um, my next semester, I don't know which classes I'm going to take. You really got houses. Like, so, that's why I'm confused. Like, how are you able to discern, like... Yeah, that's gonna be my next
1: move or that's what I'm gonna do. Um, so so it goes back to like those first three steps I was talking about, uh is honoring God. Um, to me, uh being disciplined is a part of honoring God. Um, and it took discipline to to, you know, save money and plan to, to do stuff like acquire real estate. Uh, number two, I mentioned honoring my parents. To be honest with you, I, I while I was in Texas, I saved up a, a lump sum of money and I, my goal was to come back and buy like a really nice car. And um, I seek I see wisdom from like my mentors and whatever and they're like, hey, no, you have this money, uh, invest it. Um, and then after you invest it, go buy a property. So I did that instead. Um, and then while like in this whole process, uh, being a
0: Christian is a huge part of, of being in real estate because I think real estate is a people
1: business we're dealing with tenants, you're dealing with with residents, and uh, you have to be able to cater to them. So um, majority of my discernment comes when I'm trying to see whether uh, this person is going to be a good person for me to rent to or a bad person for me to rent to. Uh, another aspect of discernment is, um, is this a good price point for this unit? Is this uh, too high? Is this too low? Uh, and being honest with myself saying like, am I am I providing service uh, that is equal to the amount that I'm charging this person. And um, if I wasn't a Christian, I wouldn't care, you know, I would I would overcharge for everything. But because of the Holy Spirit and because of that type of um, that conviction that I get, knowing that I have to honor God, um, I have to honor myself in this as well, by doing good by people. And that means charging fair prices and, um, and yeah, just being fair overall, so yeah.
0: Wow, I think God's going to bless. Well, I know that God's going to bless you guys because like after listening to you guys, I could tell that you guys, you guys don't just like seek the, I, w- I wasn't going to say bare minimum, but the bare minimum, you guys look at the bigger picture, like instead of just saying, I'm going to sell this for this price, you guys actually like take it into something deeper and you're like, is this going to please God? And I think that's something I want to start doing. We're like even discerning the investments to make, because I made a really bad investment. But God, you know, brought what it what back. What,
1: what investment? <laughs> Invested in Dodge coin and then dropped? <laughs> GameStop,
0: no, no, no. But not that. Yeah, but I still made a really bad investment, but God literally brought it back unknowingly. So that's the good that's part. Good. <laughs> Dodge Coin. Now people hate Robin Hood. Well, some people. Okay, this is the last, well, one of my last questions. But this one i think it's the most important like how are you able to discern god's voice versus not just the devil's voice but you know sometimes your voice because like at the end of the day we're still in the flesh this is that's a good
1: question um i know for me and i and I, I even with like even when like I, I talk to miguel and stuff like that or like other my other friends of mine who like who read the Bible. One thing I find myself doing is, like, let's say they try to hold me accountable, right? Because I know the Bible to an extent, uh, it's even possible to use the Bible to do, to justify things that you shouldn't be doing, you know, if you know it well enough. So um, my answer to that question probably would have been, you know, the easiest way to discern your God's voice and the devil's voice is just to go about what the Bible says. But uh, I think it's even it's even deeper than that.
0: Yeah, I agree because like even the devil used um, the Bible to tempt Jesus, but even though he knew it too, so I think it's deeper than the word as well. Some people say it's a feeling. um, I guess things work differently for everybody, but I'm not really sure. That's something I'm still working on. I usually try to use the word as well, though. Yeah, the word is probably the best way to go prayer of course um some some people hear from
1: god like audibly so like that that works as well but for me it's using my go to is prayer or reading the word um and then typically the, the answer falls between one of those i read this quote lately it says you are the sum total of your dominating or most prominent thoughts so like what you actually think about all the time will determine like your life and how you hear god and the devil so like for example if um if you just got if you just got saved you just gave your life to christ right like if you're 20 years old you got saved at 19 for 19 years of your life you've been hearing um things of the world so of course like that's what's gonna be more vivid to you so like you now have to like replace those things with like the things um of god like reading your word like daily fixing your uh, mind on god like daily um uh, because the bible says it even says in john in the beginning was the word the word was god the word with god so it's like it's literally god like the word is god so if you replace um things of the world with things of god um eventually all you're gonna be thinking about um are basically things like, like you're going to be hearing his voice um, easily and it even goes back to that verse in philippines that I, was, that I mentioned earlier um that talks about fixing your thoughts on like whatever is true right pure lovely admirable and things like that you realize that all these things are in the word mm-hmm. all these things are in the word and then um the world actually um produces, like, the opposite of these things. So, yeah, I would say just go back to the Word um, and just, like, replace everything that you've been learning. Like, you have to relearn a whole bunch of stuff.
0: That's so good. It's, like, the baby stuff, though. I, I really like how you said um, the thing about, like, if you just got saved 19 years of your life, you're used to your old self. So I guess, like, take if you take five minutes of the time in prayer and then that turns to 10 minutes and that turns into an hour... And eventually, like, you're well-equipped to be able to hear from God even more. So we covered everything, but one of the major questions that I do want to ask you guys before we close is, like, how do you guys discern in friendships and relationships? Because I think that's a major part. And I know that friendships is a gift from God, but, you know, certain friendships, they don't last, or certain people, God doesn't want you to be around because they're not going to really help you in your purpose. So... If you've ever been in that situation, like, how was it like and how are you able to, you know, maintain the friends that God wants you to have? Um, for me, it's simply like, is that friend producing good fruit, um, contributing to my life in a positive way and uh, not a
1: a a barrier in my walk you know, or someone that negatively influences me? Mm. So that's how I typically this to So, like, we're talking about friends, right?
0: hmm or any relationship.
1: Um, yeah, Isaac basically summed it up, like, um, it's based on the fruits that they're producing. Um, like, um, are they impactful? Like, are they encouraging people? Are they, like, loving? Um, basically, those things, the fruits. Like, are they, like, really just detrimental towards, like, my relationship with God? I look at all those things, um,
0: with friendship. I really, really like how like every single question you guys answered, you guys literally centered it around God. And I I know that if you keep God at the center, he's just going to take care of the rest. So my last question, last question, because there's a lot of people listening all over the world. And I just want to know, like, if you guys could just give one piece of advice to them, if they're struggling with discernment, like what they should do. And yeah, that's it.
1: Hey man, <laughs> you just need to read the word. Like I know that sounds cliche, but <laughs> you need to read the word because you're not going to be able to judge well if like your thoughts are like most of your thoughts are like things of the world. Like it's you're basically um, blind. Like there's no clarity, um, and the word the word actually brings clarity, um, and it helps you like hear God like easily. So yeah, man, just like take it. Um, daily like try to try to um because like you won't like reading at first but as you read and you start seeing like the fruits that it's producing in your life it's going to motivate you to do more um so you might have to like maybe do like a like a challenge i know like my church right now we have a 777 challenge so it's like seven minutes of worship seven minutes of reading the word seven minutes of prayer um so you might have to start with like small challenges like that and then when you see, like, the fruits of it in your life, um, you're going to be motivated to even, like, spend hours um, in God's presence.
0: Wow. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me. I wrote down all these points. The word brings clarity, focus on God's approval, keep God at the center, make sure your gift is fruitful, honor your parents, honor God. Like I wrote, I wrote down everything, so... I just really appreciate you guys for being able to come and join me because these people are really busy people. So I'm really happy you guys made time. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye.
1: Yes, sir. Follow me on on, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all that stuff at muses.studios. studios.
0: Follow you, everybody. Thank you so much, guys, if you've made it to the end or if you just decided to skip to this part. I really appreciate you for tuning in and we're growing every single episode. Bye, guys.